And I'm Bethany. And we are A to B Podcast, working on getting from point A to point B through simplicity, organization, and some fun. How is it going? It's going well, except when we record, we record and we can see each other on Skype, but we had like Skype issues, but for some reason we were able to Skype on our phone. So now I see a little teeny tiny auto. (laughs) (laughs) That might be for the best. I Stop that. I still get to see you. Hey, before we dive in, we want to give a plug for our Tell Three Friends about the podcast. If you are glad that you found us, we think that maybe you might know some other people who would want to listen along too. So tell three friends. And if they don't know how to use a podcast on our website, A to B podcast, we have a very uh, like step-by-step how to use a podcast via Autumn, or better yet, you show them what's your favorite way to listen to podcasts. Either way, we hope you'll share our podcast with a friend. If you share with us on social media or in an email or a voicemail, we can feature you. Uh, we've featured callers in the past, and it's always really fun to to answer listener questions. Autumn loves a good organizing challenge, and I do too. I love to think about it and talk about organizing other people's things. And then when it comes to my things, I'm like, mm, how do I do that? Speaking of, how is the, I don't know if we even call it spring cleaning, but how is the simplified <laughs> spring cleaning going? So I've been thinking about what do I want to tackle? It is spring break right now, so I've been tackling some zones. So I had some things that were just kind of sitting there, and I'm like, what? what is this? Like I hadn't even looked at it, right? I'm going to confess something. Do you remember in episode 35, clearing your paper pile in five steps? If you remember that episode and you saw my inbox tower, yeah, that's what it looks like again. That just goes to show you that if you don't keep up with it or you don't like keep processing the papers, well, it's going to, you know, power right back up. But I do know that I have a really step-by-step system. I just need to like put on an episode of The Office, dive in, sort it out, and I know I can knock it out again. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about in the past, it's okay if things get out of control because, you know, things are going to ebb and flow in your life. It's knowing how to jump back into it. That's the important part. Right. Not getting paralyzed by the pile as I look up. You know, when you, you see in movies, there's like a giant and they look up, they start at their toes, and they look, whoa. Like, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm on spring break, and it happens to be, like, the busiest spring break ever because we're working on some stuff for the wedding. It's countdown to wedding time. I know. And I'm going to a conference where I'm presenting, and so I don't feel like I just magically have all of this time. It's like I have to actually schedule some time to do yeah. my five steps to clear any paper pile. Yeah, it's a busy spring break for you. You're kind of working during your spring break. I'm actually, I'm working. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even kind of. I know. This conference is four days, but here's the exciting part. I'm going to get to see you. The conference is in San Diego. Here we come. We're going to make some A to B time. This is important to point out because I don't know if we fully make this clear in our podcast that Bethany works full time and then records the podcast on a side, let alone all these other tasks that you have to do as a teacher. 
And I have way more free time than she does to keep my house straight. Like that's one of my roles. Whereas Bethany has a full-time job that works 40 plus hours. I think we need to be honest and open with the fact that I speak from a place of having more time. It's just a matter of how full your life is. And your life is very full right now. That is true. There's also listeners who work full-time and have kids, you know, who have even more on their plate than I do. So looking at what is realistic, and that's why we never want this to be like judgment. Yeah. Or it's five easy steps. Why haven't you done it yet? No. It's, hey, here's an idea and try what part works for you. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. And let's try something else. And I think that's that's always been our goal. Even when I do feel bad about it, it's not, I'm not feeling bad. Like I'm not beating myself up that the inbox is so full. I guess it's just like, oh man, I don't want to go through my inbox. You know, <laughs> It's more like a pain rather than as a shame. Ah. But if we change the perspective and just think of it as watching the office while you're fiddling through your papers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think this is perfect because I've had a full week, which got me thinking about a topic that I had actually planned ahead of time. And then it just kind of lined up with my full week. We're talking about making shortcuts in our life to keep things flowing smoothly. Because there are going to be those full weeks or full months. Full season of your life. Full seasons. <laughs> there are some weeks where you feel like you have things together. But this week for me really kind of put that in check where things are just sick kids and one thing after another. Your to-do list seems to like pile up because you're not able to get to it. That was one of those weeks for me. Really? Yeah. And I think it's great that that happened because I think it puts things in perspective. It made me start thinking about what are the little shortcuts that I take in my own life that save me time. And this is not the first time that we've talked about shortcuts, Bethany. We talked about life hacks in episode 40, which is kind of along the same idea. And then also in episode 52, we talked about tiny tweaks make a big difference in your life. I just love this idea of shortcuts because you're able to find more time and not get hung up on all these little simple things that we just have to take care of. I need that reminder too. Those little things do make a difference and they do add up. And it's so easy to forget that. Even the other day I was cooking something. I said, wait, I used to do the dishes and like clean as I cooked, you know? Mm -hmm. That was a tiny tweak that somebody told me about, oh, well, you clean as you go. It makes a big difference because you don't have such a big mess at the end. I don't know. It just kind of fallen off my radar. It wasn't a habit. And I did it and it was like, oh, yeah, this was a, a little thing that like, oh, while that's boiling, I'm washing out this other thing or while you know, that sauteing, I'm, you know, whatever. It was a good reminder. And I think when I'm feeling really exhausted or when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I need those reminders that, hey, tiny tweaks. Yeah. Some people might get turned off by the term shortcuts. Sounds like you're cheating. We're not talking about finances or taxes or your like health and nutrition. We're talking about the mundane things in life. Before we go on, I think it's worth mentioning here personality differences Really, it's kind of hard to believe this many episodes in, we haven't talked about my love of personality tests. We actually have to do a whole episode about your love of personality <laughs> tests because I can never remember like what Enneagram number I am. I was like, what number am I again? And Autumn's like, well, I think you're this one, but I think you're this. But then <laughs> and if you don't know what an Enneagram number is, it's like one of those personality tests that kind of says, 
this number has these characteristics. So we definitely have to do an episode. Not only the Enneagram, Bethany, I mean, there's the Myers-Briggs, there's Gretchen <laughs> Rubens, all that stuff. We'll have to plan a poll episode about that. I've always really been interested in how people can just approach things so differently, whether you agree with all personality tests or not. I just have always found that interesting. And that's why I love having both Bethany and I on this podcast, because I know Obviously, I see things very differently than Bethany and vice versa. Well, it wasn't somebody on a review said we're the yin and yang of organizing. We've taken that and adopted it. We own it. Yeah, <laughs> We own it now. So with all that said, some of these shortcuts might not speak to you personally. I get that. The goal of talking about this is just to brainstorm ideas and have you thinking about your own shortcuts that you take that can spread to other areas of your life so we can just save some more time. I also want to say that this came out of our conversations after the last episode. You were kind of reflecting after you had edited and you said with spring cleaning, you were kind of feeling the pressure. You were telling me that I was yes. feeling the pressure to spring clean and do these like this deeper cleaning. And you were like, eh, who needs to do that? Just do, you know, yeah. like, let's just make it easier. I think I appreciated that because I don't need that pressure to spring clean. But it's true that I do have those bigger tasks, like I was telling you, like the tracks in the shower. That was a thing that actually took some time, but I wanted to get it done because it had been, you know, bugging me. So that's an example of something that felt like a bigger task, like it's this deeper clean or doing your fans. And remember, I mentioned Martha Stewart has that whole calendar where it's like, every May 2nd, I go out and I turn the compost heap, you know, or whatever. <laughs> And I'm like, how do... Oh my goodness, Martha Stewart turning the compost. Bethany, when I was editing it, I did hear your desire to deep clean, which I think is great. I just know how busy you are, which I feel like a repeated record of, hey, Bethany, let's make things easier for you. Like, this is how we make things easier. I heard this great analogy. It was actually about diets and nutrition, but I feel like it can relate to any area, which it talked about how there was two types of people a baker and a cook. And a cook, pretend you're making a pot of soup. It doesn't matter what you throw in. Usually it doesn't even matter in what order. Whereas a baker, you got to do the wet ingredients. You got to do the dry ingredients. You have to measure everything to a T or you're going to mess up the chemistry of it all. I feel like I'm a cook and you're a baker <laughs> and you love the little step-by-step -step of like, I do this and then I do this and then I check this That's off my so list. That's so true. That's And so I'm like, Bethany, just throw it in. Just make it easier. Why are you making it so hard for yourself? <laughs> okay, wait. This reminds me also of my registry when I was talking to Autumn and I, I really wanted these mise en place bowls and Autumn was like, what is that? I'm like, you know, the little bowls where you set out all the ingredients before you cook. You measure out the cinnamon, then you measure out this, then you measure out this. Yeah. And everything is in its place, right? Everything's ready to go. And I so wanted those little bowls. And you're like, who has time for that? What, who does that? <laughs> who does that? Martha Stewart does that as who. I like that analogy. And I like that the baker or the cook, that does resonate with me. I want a list. I think I feel better when I have that step by step. Yeah. And my personality is like, this is going to take way too long. Let's find the shortcut and get it over with and get on with life. <laughs> so whether you are more of a baker or more of a cook, I think that this is a perfect time to recognize that either way, you could benefit from some shortcuts. So I'm super excited to hear some shortcuts that you found, Autumn. 
And I think it comes with experience too. So I feel like as a teacher, you've learned some shortcuts over the years that help save you some time and make things a little simpler. Yes, which is primarily having the kids do more. Really? Yeah. It's great. Like I really strive to make my classroom so that everything is where the students can access it. I haven't gotten that down to a T, but if they need a certain supply, really being able to say, I want you to solve that problem. Like if I, of course, at the beginning of the year, you have to teach them where does everything go and, you know, how do we take care of these tools? But then once you do that, well, if you tell me that your pencil broke, you know what to do. You know where the dull pencil goes. You know where to find a sharp pencil. You know what I mean? So it's that kind of a shortcut that you put in that effort at the beginning, but then you don't have to keep putting in the effort every time. It's like, I want them to be independent and be able to solve their problems. I think that's great. And that's actually on my list for if you do have kids is to work on building that independence in them. They're making their lunches. You've taught them how to do the chores. Yes, it takes some time in the beginning, but it's so worth it towards the end. And that's a great shortcut. So that's just one example. I think another example that we've all heard of is a five-minute makeup routine, right? If you don't have a five-minute makeup routine, just pause our podcast, go to YouTube, search five-minute makeup routine. That's a must-have. Okay, wait. And then when you come back to our podcast three hours later because you went down the YouTube rabbit hole, (laughs) we'll still be here. You know what? Good point. Here's what you need to do. You need to pause our podcast, go on YouTube. You need to make a watch list of five-minute makeup routines, and then take your phone later when you're doing the dishes, and you're just watching the five-minute makeup routine as you're doing the dishes. So just make a list and then come back to our podcast. Will you share what your favorite one is? I mean, it does take me only five minutes, but I'd like to – maybe there's something I could do even quicker, even better. And I bet you already have one. Maybe you just haven't named it a five-minute makeup makeup routine. Most people know like if I'm in a hurry, I'm going to put on these three things and let everything else go. Maybe just name your own. Maybe you don't even have to go to YouTube. (laughs) But what are the things that you do every day that you could, it's almost like more systematizing it, right? Yeah. Thinking about what takes up big chunks of your day or week that we can make easier, take a shortcut on. Okay. Number one, the real number one, Bethany, is to wash less clothes. Here's my question. Do you throw everything in your hamper after you've worn it? Is it really even dirty? This is my question for my kids, really. This is what I've been teaching them. (laughs) In my house, things only get washed if there's something on it or if it stinks. Other than that, it's clean. (laughs) I definitely would say that I wear my jeans, unless like you know, I, we were hiking or something and I was wearing them, but it, I definitely would say that I wear my jeans more than one time. Yeah. This is so important to teach to your kids, first of all, because they tend to just take something off. Even if they've like tried it on in the morning, they throw it in the hamper. So this takes some training here. I definitely do more laundry in the summer because things start getting stinky. But if the shirt isn't stinky and you just wore it for a few hours, just hang it right back up. It's no big deal. Like PJs, Unless your kids are getting really sweaty at night, like keep wearing those puppies the whole week. PJs, you don't need to wash them. (laughs) Okay, what about towels? What about towels? You're just drying a clean body here. You're not. I like to use a brand new washcloth every day. A washcloth is small. However, there is an article about whether you can reuse. Really? And what Mm. did the survey say? I mean, this is from an HGTV magazine. (laughs) Let's see, March 2019. 
They're talking about reusing washcloths. Interesting. Okay. They have this. What is it called? Where feature like a, a feature article or ask? Is this like ask the expert kind of thing? Yeah, they always have this type of article each month, and it's called "How bad is it?" And so in March, they asked, "How bad is it to reuse a washcloth to clean your face?" First line: Here's permission to be lazy about laundry. That's right, AGTV. I totally agree with you. <laughs> you can use the same cloth to wash your face for up to a week as long as you keep it clean. And their expert is a dermatologist. Oh. Once you're done washing, rub the cloth together so residual cleaner, I mean, they have you rinse it basically. They have you rinse the washcloth and then let it dry and it's going to be ready to use tomorrow. I guess this is not in a humid area. (laughs) These are shortcuts that you can decide you'd like to do or not. If you feel that you really like to have a washcloth, a new washcloth every day, that is fine. These are your shortcuts. I would love to have a new towel every day and a new washcloth every day. However, the new towel is excessive. So I do the new washcloth every day and then I do the new towel like... I mean, just think of how much water you could save. Right. That's that's the theory. So I'm like, okay. It's not even theory. It's truth. You waste water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're getting into some touchy territory here. Uh-oh. This also goes for workout clothes. Was your workout a walk around the block where you didn't even sweat? I mean, yes, it was a workout, but if your clothes are not, like, sweated in, we can wear them again. Does it stink? Sports bra, yes, I will wear again. You know, you kind of, like, hang it on a hook and it kind of dries or whatever if it's been a little sweaty. Um, Workout shirt. Yeah, I would say that I I reuse workout clothes at least one other time. All I'm asking you to do is question how many clothes you're washing (laughs) because you can really reduce how much laundry you have to do during the week, which makes a big difference. One to two less loads is huge. So the idea is that this is a shortcut because you're saying it's going to be less time spent doing laundry. Yeah, just because laundry is more than just throwing it in the wash. you got to fold it, hang it back up, all that stuff that goes into it. And if you're saving a load or two each week, it's great. Okay, while we're on the topic of washing, again, these shortcuts might not be for you. I'm just questioning. Do you need to wash your hair every day? No. Your hairdress will tell you. You don't. I used to think I did. You taught me when we were roommates, when we were in college. You're like, I don't shampoo my hair every day. And I'm like, what? You know, and I have curly hair, really curly hair. So it is really good that I stopped doing that because it was drying it out. I mean, twice a week. That's about good. Summertime, we we up it a little bit more. Yeah. If you talk to any hairdresser, most of the hairdressers say you need to be washing your hair less often. Now, you might need to get an opinion of others if your nose becomes desensitized. So this might be a good opportunity to bring in a partner. <laughs> It'd be podcast said, why are you bathing every day? <laughs> One of my daughters has a really good nose, so I usually ask her. <laughs> that was two. Now we're going to number three. The third one is to ask for help. This means if you are working full time and you have it in the budget, you can get a housekeeper. Like if nobody's given you that permission before, that's a lot to have. Kids, a full-time job. Well, and let's also qualify that, that you don't have to hire somebody to clean your house every week or two times a week or something. It could be, hey, I want to have help you know, once a month, or I'm going to have, I'm going to host Thanksgiving dinner. I'm going to hire somebody at the beginning of November to help me deep clean some stuff, you know? 
Yeah, what's the shortcut you can take? Like get a babysitter for the afternoon. Maybe it's just a week that's been really busy. You can hire a babysitter. And I think it's important to talk about shortcuts that save time, but also shortcuts that save energy. If you're feeling low on energy and asking for help is going to give you that moment to take some time for yourself that's going to boost your energy. I think that's so important to mention that you don't need to do everything on your own. And when you look at somebody and say, oh my gosh, they have it all together. They didn't need to ask for it. Like, don't go into that self-talk of you need to be able to do this on your own. If it means trading babysitting with a friend, just today I watched a friend's kids so she could go do a doctor's appointment. I mean, it's something silly. And she watches my kids when I need to take some time We have each other so we can trade babysitting if you don't have the funds to hire a babysitter. I love that. Even like, hey, let me watch your kids on this night and you can watch mine on this night so I can have a date night. Just don't feel like you can't ask for help. I guess I'm talking to all the moms with young kids out there because I know how it feels to feel like I need to be able to do this all. And if I ask for help, that means I'm less of a mom. That's not what it means. So Mm. I just want to make sure that we're keeping this clear. And ask for help among your family members. Like we talked about teaching your kids how to do chores, teach your kids how to help with lunches. My kids fold their laundry. It's amazing. Ask your partner for, hey, today's been a crazy day. Can you help me with this? Or can you help me with that? One thing that I'm still working on teaching my kids, but we're getting there, if we're late and we're rushing around or they can tell that I'm still working on stuff, is to say, can I help you with something? I think Mm. that's so important to teach, working on saying that to my kids. If they're rushing around, what can I help you with? Right. To create that type of communication in your family makes a big difference. And that it's normal and healthy to ask for help. I think that's – you're modeling that. I think that's really huge. Right. I really appreciate these ideas because part of it is pausing long enough to look at where could you build in a shortcut or what's something you're doing that is making you feel bogged down that you could shortcut. Something like auto pay or we talked in episode 36 about auto saving for like Christmas or for a big upcoming purchase. I know in episode 43 and 44, we talked about meal prep, keeping it simple. What can you do to make your meals, shortcuts for your meals? And for me, that meant that I started buying the pre-chopped onions. Yeah. While you're making food, always ask, hey, could I make double of this that could be used later? Yeah. You talked a lot about those ideas. It's like, oh, I never even thought of that. Or, hey, I'm putting these things in a baggie for snacks. Well, why don't I put them in five baggies because then I have it all week? Okay, the last thing I want to touch on before we go is jumping all the way back to episode three where we talked about energy. Going back to personality, I think knowing what gives you energy, like if you're an introvert or an extrovert, could you call a friend on the phone that would give you energy, that little pick-me-up? Could you put on a TV show for your kids and get a little quiet moment to gain some energy. Knowing that shortcut to give you energy can actually give you momentum to help the rest of your day or week go better. Because I know sometimes we tend to like scroll on our phone or put on something on Netflix, but is that really giving you energy? I really enjoy Instagram, but I noticed that if I go too deep into the like 
oh, I click on that and then this and that too deep into the hole. It zaps me, right? It, yes. You kind of like come out of it like, whoa, where did that hour go? And I'm trying to be a little bit more mindful of that. I know in that episode, I remember talking about like being able to call a friend when I'm doing my dishes or putting on an episode of a show that I think is funny, like The Office, so that I'm doing my you know, inbox, but it's like lighter, a lighter mood. And it's like, oh, I'm going through sorting, sorting, you know? Mm-hmm. I think those little things are huge and they may not seem like a shortcut, but they are actually helping you to be more efficient and giving you that boost. Yeah. Maybe even make a list, have something on your phone that you can refer to. Some of the things for me that give me energy is turning on any type of upbeat music, taking a break if I need things to be quiet, putting on that TV show for my kids. It's not going to kill them. We're going to be okay. Making my bed, Bethany. This is very important. If I walk into my room and my bed is not made, I am like drained of energy. So simple, like two minutes making my bed, that gives me energy. Also, I know we talked about this before, but I feel so strongly about those hormones that come out with your exercising, even if it's just getting your body moving, that can totally give you energy. And then if you're feeling overwhelmed, writing a list, we talked about that before, that gives me energy. So having this on a document so when I'm feeling just like blah, I can pull that up and remember, hey, which one of these things can I do right now? Something I really appreciated too was that Eric and I both had kind of some tough tasks. He was doing something with his taxes and I was doing something with this application thing. You know, he said, hey, let's both dive in, same time. We'll work on it for an hour and then we'll go take a break together. It was like we set a little reward. We both were working. So the house was quiet. We were focused. And then we did. We went out to dinner and, you know, just it was so nice to have that checked off the list. So those little things that, again, they may not seem like shortcuts, but it helps you get moving and ultimately is a shortcut because it cuts out all that procrastination and the back and forth. And I don't know if this really fits, but paying attention to your mood. We talked about knowing what gives you energy, but paying attention to that mood the other day. Well, yesterday I was feeling just like, oh, why am I so grumpy? And I had to actually take a minute and realize I was upset with myself because I had missed a deadline for my daughter's school. And now it was going to be like more money because I'd missed the deadline and realizing, okay, well, this is how much more money it's going to be. Is it worth being upset about? Yeah. Nobody likes to spend more money, of course. But is it worth your whole rest of your day being grumpy about it? Right. Well, there's nothing you can do about it now. So realizing, hey, that's why I'm feeling in this crummy mood and I can work out of that. I don't need to stay there in that moment. I think it does fit in because, again, it's those things that are helping you move towards your goals, right? And those can be shortcuts. Those can be things that boost you to productivity. So, no, I think even that break of, like, taking a break to reflect, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, nobody likes to, nobody likes to miss deadlines. You know how mad I was at myself for that. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. But anyway, I want to leave you guys today with encouraging you to start looking around at all the shortcuts you are already doing. Maybe that we're just not paying attention to because you can see what's working and take those shortcut ideas to add them to other areas of your life. You can let us know about your shortcuts that you do. We'd love to share them. For sure. Yes. Can't wait to hear your ideas. You can email us hello at a2bpodcast.com or you can leave us a voicemail, 858-480-SPACE. You can also tag us on social media, hashtag a2bpodcast. Thanks so much for those of you who have subscribed and left a review. It helps others to get the word about our podcast. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe. You'll know when we have an episode out. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. Bye. 
So you're talking about not skipping basic hygiene. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you thought I was going here? I just was curious. 